Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This segment of the Ben and Skin Show was brought to you by Train Heating and Cooling. This segment of the Ben and Skin Show is also brought to you by Autoflex Leasing and 1-800-Lawyers. If you've been hurt in an accident and it's not your fault, call the office of Frankel and Frankel at 1-800-Lawyers. That's 1-800-Lawyers or FrankelFirm.com, Principal Office, Dallas, Texas. Joining us now on the Ben and Skin Show, the head football coach at Washington State. It is a local favorite, a Texas favorite, the great Mike Leach. How you doing, coach? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Man, we're awesome because you're taking the time to visit with us, and that always makes it a great day. So we're looking forward to this. Hey, and, and uh, we love following you on, on social media. Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, let's see, at uh, Coach underscore Leach. Highly recommend that for everybody out there. And, man, you've been talking about some cool stuff on your timeline, so I thought we'd touch base. Like, for instance, you've been talking a lot about the hide-and-seek champion. Who, who is the hide-and-seek champ? Oh, Sasquatch is the hide-and-seek champion for a decade. Uh, I'll tell you, and I regret I didn't get it. Um, I was in Cody, Wyoming for my high school reunion. I I grew up in Cody, Wyoming. And um, I regret I didn't get it. They had a T-shirt there that said, uh, Sasquatch, hide-and-seek champion for decades. (laughs) And um, the Sasquatch stuff has kind of taken – off some around uh, Washington State, you know, we'll go to the fundraiser, Sasquatch will appear, um, you know, and so uh, so it's been kind of uh, kind of fun for everybody. And then, um, and so I did get the T-shirt, which sort of sucks, and I kind of regret. And then, um, and then, uh, and then, of course, you know, the the, the lesson that. Uh, that I think Sasquatch teaches all of us that we all need to be conscious of at all times is uh, Sasquatch says, uh, if I don't believe in myself, no one else will. So always remember that. Yeah, I know it is a valuable lesson. And I think in this day and age of border hysteria, I'm fascinated that he does move so freely from the northern part of the United States back to his homeland in Sasquatch land up there in Canada. Uh, And it gets around, and then also, uh, you know, there's definitely places that have gotten jealous and um, claim Sasquatch sightings where it's allegedly not even its habitat. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? I, I, yeah, thinking about this, too, is there is a lot of hysteria. Uh, I was curious what your thoughts were on apparently a good part of the population rising up and storming Area 51. What is your thought on that endeavor, and is there much to find at Area 51? 
You know, it's kind of interesting. I, I will say this. There's something there, uh, and it's because uh, everybody that I know that's ever had any contact with it, um, you know, I have, uh, shoot, I have uh, relatives. I've had relatives. I've had friends and just random people I've run into. Um, they're all secretive about it. You know, they're all secretive about it. Uh, some of the individuals aren't so dynamic that it can be uh, too much mischief, or at least their role in it can't be. But nevertheless, they're secretive. Um, you know, my theory has always been that uh, whatever new stuff we have, we test it there. Um, now, if there, you know, if there are UFOs or we've found anything, I mean. It's a logical place that they would store such things, um, you know. And I don't, uh, uh, I don't know about this storm in Area 51. If that's the brightest I see, I don't think it, <laughs> I don't think that'll be quite as passively received as uh, some of the Antifa guys that lurk in their parents' basement uh, develop a, a costume out of um, you know black uh, clothing scraps and then go bat around uh you know individuals smaller than them i don't i don't know that it'll it'll be that uh smooth of a reception you know no yeah i you know the thing that always weirded me out about the alien stuff is the probing because it always seems like there's probing involved you know what i'm saying and i'm like what is all this i don't know i'll tell you what i think there's a certain amount of fantasy meets uh uh, either some form of fiction or some form of reality there now. I mean, mm-hmm. up, if you've ever driven across uh, the country in the middle of the night, you'll run across these shows where, you know, of course the guy claims he's been abducted or whatever, <laughs> and, uh, you know, they'll have a witness or something. But I'll be honest with you. Some of these people, uh, as I listen to them, um, and, 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 and I don't want to jump to any conclusions. I don't want to put any words in their mouth. But I cannot help but think that just in the back of their voice, somewhere, uh, I get the vibe that they would kind of like to be probed by this thing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Self-fulfilling prophecy, uh, bragging to their friends, uh, living out to... Uh, some screwy fantasy they may have. I don't know, and and, uh, and I don't I don't know if uh, you know. Do aliens come down here, pick stuff up, and probe? I don't know. I mean, um, I, I do know this: if we got on a planet, we've searched for years for life on other planets. If we got on there, I, I don't know what our actions would be, but but we would sure be curious about uh, the life on the other planet. Absolutely. Talking to Coach Mike Leach here on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. We've certainly dug his Twitter activity over the last couple of uh, weeks or so. And and part of it, Coach, I saw you put the call out for a, a new Netflix show to watch. I was wondering if you stumbled across anything you're interested in or what you were what was grabbing your attention there. Well, some I've watched. You know, one thing, and even though I don't have time to really, like, uh, personally research it much, you know, with the, all the people that come and go in a football office and people I run across, I have been able to be directed um, with some pretty good advice on what I watched. So I watched Wild Wild Country, which was excellent. And we actually 
Washington State's actually quite close to where that happened. Um, and then I watched uh, Ozarks, which is basically Breaking Bad, but Hillbillies, but still well worth yes. it, I think. Yes. Um, and then uh, anytime they break out the Fargo miniseries, that's a must watch. Yeah, Fargo. Um, Pinky Blinders, I've, I took a stab at. I watched, I guess, two episodes in, in uh, and, uh, you know, working through the the accents and stuff. And I'm not sure it doesn't pick up as it goes. And it may pick up as it goes uh, pretty good. And I, I, I need to quickly review what's uh, suggested on there. But there's there's been some pretty good documentaries and stuff that I've run across. And then uh, I already watched Better Call Saul when that's on. So. Um, Man, that's fantastic. We, we we watch a lot of the same shows. We're in a lot of the, we're talking to the great Mike Leach, one of our favorite coaches in all of football. And man, I was thinking back to uh, right around the time that uh, teams were getting ready for the draft, and you had NFL teams or scouts calling you asking you about your quarterback and if he <laughs> if he I couldn't remember what it was. Can he handle pressure? Does he know how to read a defense? I mean, it was like the most basic questions and. It always makes me laugh. So I imagine, uh, was it entertaining for you to deal with uh, some NFL folks over over the uh, draft process? Oh yeah, kind of. They always act like uh, you know how tall is he if he's not uh, if he's if that was the biggest uh, knock on Gardner was how tall he was, and uh, you know how tall is he? Like you know all of a sudden, well, you know, and some of these guys literally will do the you know say something to impress me type of tone of voice, you know, like, you know, I don't care who you guys draft, draft whoever you want, you know, and then, um, uh, well, so, so then of course I know that they think he's short and I know they want to knock on him for being short cause he's like six one. And so then, um, I'd say, you know, he's exactly the same height as the all time leading passer in the history of the NFL, Drew Brees. And, uh, he's about 15 pounds heavier, you know? And so, um, yeah, it's, it's, and they're just silent, you know, but he's doing good at Jacksonville. I heard, I mean, he's at Jacksonville kind of getting after it, uh, doing some really good stuff and, and, uh, you know, in a battle like you always are. And then, uh, so yeah, I'd, I'd like some, uh, get his chance to get out there and let it rip, you know. What is your uh, quarterback situation looking like this year, Coach? How's the, how, how do you feel about your team? I think we will be pretty good. We got, you know, we got most guys back. We got a lot of guys back. Um, and so they've got to improve. I mean, they've got to improve. And okay, sometimes you get guys back and they think they all got it figured out and want to kind of do the senior strut around the locker room. You know, like, and, and give you the been there, done that expression, which I really hate. And then, um, um, and then, uh, but we have, so two guys um, barely got beat out by Gardner last year. And it was very closely contested. And they're both back. They're both uh, have another year under their belt. And, had his example to follow. So I think that's very strong right there. They both had good springs. And then, and that's uh, Anthony Gordon and Trey Tinsley. And then a guy named Gage Gabrud, a transfer from Eastern Washington. And he's got game experience under his belt. And 
uh, definitely does some good things. And we've got to see who moves the unit the best. And then, you know, in the end, that's got to be the guy. And so, uh, but we've got three seniors all very promising. And uh, I suspect it'll come out of that pile, but I do have some underclassmen that are gaining ground quickly. Hey, what could you do more offensively with a below average quarterback behind an exceptional offensive line or an above average quarterback behind a below average line? Well, I think the good offensive line. Uh, you can call a lot of bad plays with a really good offensive line. <laughs> um, and, and, and then, and then that. the other and then the other thing and well I coached O line for ten years. That was my first position, my favorite position. So um, I'm a very biased per you're not even talking to somebody unbiased and that's gonna offer a fair opinion. Always <laughs> offensive lineman first. And then um you know, where does an elephant sit? Wherever he wants, you know, that type of thing. And, and, and so the the offensive line always first. But uh, one thing with uh, uh, the quarterback, and there's always, the, you know, despite our, the numbers, we always have he will lead the nation in passing and some things like that. And then they'll say, well, but the quarterback's not any good. Why the hell is he not any good? He led the nation in passing, you know. <laughs> and and, um, and so then uh, uh, so that, some of that's subjective. But the one thing with a quarterback is um, uh, the one thing with a quarterback is you can um, uh, train a quarterback. And so that's uh, extremely helpful in the fact that you can do that um, you know, put you in a position to elevate uh, what you've got. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult. And you can train an offensive lineman, too, and definitely improve them. But, um, you know, just but making a guy that big, that strong, I mean, you know, he's got to get there halfway on his own and genetically, you know. Well, Coach, we always enjoy having you on. Before uh, football season gets cranked up, you got any more great trips you're going to take here before you have to really hunker down? No, I wish. I mean, it'd be fun, but uh, business awaits. I got to go from, I got to go to media days in LA, and uh, but that's work rather than recreation. And then uh, heading back to uh, heading back to uh, uh, Pullman, where we'll uh, watch a bunch of film from spring, and then we'll. Uh, go to camp we go to camp off campus so that's kind of awesome and then uh it depends who yeah some some people complain bitterly and but i think it's a good deal and so then uh and some people really like it and i really like it because it's you know distraction free and you just do your thing and and uh and we load them up in uh in uh yellow school buses just like old school junior high <laughs> and take take them to the practice field and go out there and go at it and and get some good work done before we head back to Pullman. You know, your media day made me think of this. Is Mike Leach more of an L.A. kind of guy or a New York kind of guy? I don't know. You know, I like both for different reasons. Uh, I hate being stuck in a car. I hate driving of any kind. And... um you know, and, and that doesn't mean I won't do it. Like uh, going over wide open spaces, looking for mountains is certainly preferable to sitting there in traffic. And I can't stand sitting in traffic. 
and L.A. just abuses you with that. Although L.A. is scenic, for all L.A.'s shortcomings, it is a relatively scenic place. And um, and L.A.'s got a lot of variety, so that's pretty cool. And I always thought I liked L.A. the best. Um, and, uh, and, of course, I went to law school at Pepperdine, and I've lived in L.A. Uh, there is something liberating every time you leave the city limits of L.A. because you feel like uh, you've been released a little bit. Um, nowadays, L.A. screwed up about everything they can, uh, uh, you know, just as far as efficiency, politically, all the rest. I mean, they got homeless laying around everywhere, and some of that's uh, related to just flat-out incompetence. And... Uh, and, and a certain amount of enabling. And then um, uh, New York, uh, what, one thing I like about New York, is, despite how vertical it is, you know, you really can get around to New York quickly. If you go to a Yankee game and, 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 and they'll load you up into the, into the subway like cattle, okay, so you come and there's just one car after the next. But you'll be from uh, Yankee Stadium to Midtown in 15 minutes. It's the craziest thing ever, and and, and you're just there. Uh, and so, I mean, there's definitely some positives about New York because New York, in all seasons, I think has something to offer. Uh, the food's really good, and then the other weird dynamic in New York is you're packed in there. Um, you end up seeing people, you know, you'll just see somebody that you recognize or something. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then, and I can see where people get really out of shape in New York and, and probably cause it's, I don't, I don't live there and the newness hasn't worn off, but I always get really good shape in New York because I never turn on the TV. I always have some, well, I don't know what you call them, but they're across between hiking boots and, tennis shoes and and so i can cover some ground and i end up thinking i'm going to walk uh so far and i end up walking twice as far just out of curious curiosity see the next corner check mm -hmm. out the next thing i mean and so i end up just walking miles i mean i i don't i don't know what it is and i'm kind of curious i've tried to think about, about it but i'll bet you i average 10 miles every day i'm in new york if i don't have to work or do something just walking around looking around the next corner you know yeah it's so visually stimulating you don't even realize how long you've been walking probably yeah i mean well that's the thing i mean i say oh i'm just gonna go a couple blocks uh get a sandwich and come back well then you go the next block the next block and oh wow what's this and then you keep rolling <laughs> and, and well and then you say well i'm close to this neighborhood that i've never gone through or haven't gone through for a long time uh, so, uh, might as well go through it now. I mean, just one thing leads to the next. I mean, and I've literally been walking around New York, uh, lost what time it is, forgot what time it is. And then, you know, and then it starts to get dark is when I realize, oh man, I've been out here for quite a few hours. Well, Coach, we uh, we we cherish these opportunities to visit with you. We we just appreciate the ability to talk about any number of topics, and of course, get into some football. And you don't owe us anything. You don't have to do these interviews. So we're always grateful that you take the time to do it. And sometime when you're in town in Dallas, Fort Worth, we'd we'd love to take you out to dinner. We'll take you to Nick and Sam's or something, and uh, buy you a nice dinner just to say thank you. We certainly are appreciative. Well, thank you so much. Happy to be on any time, and you guys do a great job.
Thanks, Coach. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right, I'll see you. There he goes, the great Mike Leach. Man, so much fun visiting with him. He's got this um, a pacing of conversation, and he's so knowledgeable about so many things. You just kind of hunker down and enjoy the ride. I forget I'm on the radio. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Right? yeah. I'm just like, hey, would you give me another coffee? It's intoxicating. <laughs> <laughs> it is intoxicating. It's intoxicating. It That's exactly right. Um, and, dude, I was late to the party. I just didn't get it at first. I didn't know. And it's the incredible. more I've heard, I mean, I can't, I can't get enough of it. You understand the deliciousness of Coach Leach? Yeah. If you were to, I mean, I could listen to him talk for like four hours. He's, a, You know, he's a lot like Scotch. Yeah. You know, the first time people take Scotch, I don't know about this. But then once they acquire the taste for Scotch, they always want Scotch. Such a nice guy. So funny. So knowledgeable. Appreciate Coach Leach taking time to jump on with us. Coming up next, we got the Today Game. And then the Rangers trade deadline forecast. Uh, there are some deals out there to be had. Are the Rangers interested? We'll get into some of that on the home of Texas Rangers baseball. 105.3 The Fan. The home of fun, though, is the Windstar World Casino and Resort. It's right up the road, right up 35. All you got to do is pass through Louisville, pass through Denton, cross that Oklahoma-Texas border, and right when you cross the border, you'll see it up on your right as you head into Oklahoma, and it is great. Gorgeous. The largest casino in the United States of America. We just got back from there, and we all did so well. We did well because we played golf, and we had a blast at the uh, blackjack table together. You could go up there and play poker, Texas Hold'em. You could throw some dice, a little crabs action. There's all sorts of fun waiting for you at the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Then I just remembered our old buddy Burke, who you still play basketball with, sent me a text asking about the Windstar World Casino and Resort golf course up there. And there's two of them. There's Red Bud and there's Scissor Tail, and I love them both. They offer different experiences, but they're both great. And the question was, hey, even if I can't spend the night, would you drive up there just to play golf? Yes. Let me cut you off right there. Yes. Either course. If I could get on, I would drive up there in a heartbeat just to play golf. I think the golf facility is that nice. However, dude, go up there and stay and play, man. Plan it around a show. They got Hall & Oates coming up. They got uh, comedy shows coming up. Uh, country fans, Tyler Childress coming up. And I don't know if they're sold out of that yet, but that's a – man, he's definitely a guy, who, rising star on the country scene. He's going to be playing Windstar in October. So many great reasons to go and stay and play. Make sure to hit up the golf course. Get in 36 if you can. And then blackjack, poker, slots, craps, or roulette all night long. Make sure to hit up Kirby slash Mickey Mantles while you're there for a great steakhouse experience. If you want Italian food, they got Vino's. Everything about it is awesome. Can't say enough great stuff about the Windstar World Casino and Resort. One mile north of that Texas-Oklahoma border, it's where the good times always roll. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.